Welcome to the family with Dave Schrader, Alex Bernard Rasmussen, Andy Bernard, and Cassie Schrader, and Catherine on the late potentially. line. Yeah, potentially Catherine, who's not here yet. And Birch and May. Do you hear what she did to me last night? <clears throat> oh, I went to bed two nights ago at 6.30, and I woke up at midnight. Oh. So I didn't sleep all night long, right? So that was a little on edge yesterday. And I told her a place was called Mr. Paul's. And the next day she went, it's not Mr. Jack's. I said, I never said it was. You actually did on the air yesterday. Mr. Paul's. You said Mr. Jack's. I told her Mr. Paul's to write it down. Oh, okay. Okay, so in any case, (laughs) she goes to babysit at Alex's house. And she's upstairs. I said, okay, love you. She goes, okay. I said, no, no, no. I said, I love you. And she goes, yeah, just get all my stuff and send it over to Alex's house. I'll live over there for a while. Yeah, she was like, well, I might send for my things. Uh, and like, God. Dan and I went out to dinner. It was just like a last minute. We were, I was like, hey, do you want to watch the kids? And she's like, sure. And so we went out for a quick dinner. And then we were like, during dinner, Dan was like, I feel like we should go back and like hang out with your mom. Mm. And like, she could. Because she was like, too bad you're not staying and drinking because I could use a drink. I was there like, you go. okay. <laughs> we'll be right back with the family. Tommy, I never believed it until now, but apparently you're a pretty big deal. Was there ever a question in your mind? Well, you might say I was a doubting Thomas. See what I did there? Yes, how incredibly clever. Anyway, what's your point? Well, last month I was trying to find you a car to replace the Mafia Mobile and suggested leasing a Nissan Altima as it was impossible to find your first choice. I love that Altima, and I'm actually looking forward to checking out the all-wheel drive as soon as it's known. Well, apparently someone at Nissan was listening to us, and at this month, at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan, we can offer short-term 18-month leases. That's actually pretty smart. By then, the chip shortage will be over, right? Man, I hope so. The only chip shortage I want to hear about is Bilski dumping one into the bunker. By the way, for the first time ever, Coon Rapids Nissan was number one in the state, and Burnsville was number two. Your Altima was actually one of the cars that put J-Lo on top. To learn more about short-term leasing, stop into Burnsville Nissan or Coon Rapids Nissan. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. What song is that? It's called Alone, apparently. Alone. That's where we're alone without Catherine. Very alone. So. Okay, I'm really fired up to do the show now. <laughs> Lullaby. If you prefer, I'll be happy to sing Silent Night in the style of Stevie Nicks to keep oh you up there. Yeah. You get a little warble going, did she? Oh, yeah. She's horrible. It's like a billy goat braying. I understand. It's horrible. I used to know her, her first husband, Kim, pretty well, and... Boy, there's some stories. That's all yeah. I have to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, basically what starts when she wakes that? up in the morning is all I have to say. Mm-hmm. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, just a couple of things to touch on. The news, uh, suspected Fox News All-American Christmas tree arsonist could be back in the streets in a matter of hours. So it looks like... The, is the guy Spanish or, or Asian? I can't really tell. He's got a picture of him. I got a... He's Asian. His last name uh, it suggests he's either uh, Japanese or he could be Hawaiian, potentially. What's his problem? 
hates Christmas trees. He clearly does not like Christmas. By the way, if anybody in this room ever buys anything from Old Navy again, don't ever talk to me. Why? Did you see their new ads? No. Happy holidays. Holidays. They're so inclusive. Oh, What's wrong God, with that? I well, why can't you just say holidays? Because it's holy. You can't have any religion yeah. in there. Oh, my God. Is that the etymology of the word holiday? Yeah, holy I day. Yeah, holy day. Hmm. I never thought about it. Absolutely, but uh, apparently... Yes, it is. Old English for holy day. Yeah, holy day. Well, you can't have that. Are you sure it's yet. not happy Oli days and it's just for Minnesotans, this commercial? <laughs> A-L-L. Oh, man, you're screwed. Happy holiday, holidays. What can they leave? There's nothing they can leave alone. Is that the plan? Oh, you can't blame them though, right? I mean, what you're doing is you're you're as business is getting weirder, yeah, and people are straying away. You just try to find your a way to be as inclusive as you possibly can. And look, there's been some great pushes and changes. You now see plus size uh, models. Real people models yeah, instead so of wave like, and yeah, you see good. there's constant changes, right? And, yeah. and so I like the fact that they're trying to be more inclusive and include everybody. But it's like, you know, if you realize holidays pisses off a lot of people, all right, what else can we do that's going to give us that same feel? I, I get it. It's it's got to suck to own your own business and be yeah. marketing in this day and age because you're gonna you're gonna hurt somebody's feelings. You know anybody yeah. that's pissed off about holiday though? I get. Uh, I will say Merry Christmas and have people roll their eyes at me and things like that from time to time. So, yeah, and there are people that are just, hey, the concept is I'm just wishing you well today. Exactly. I'm wishing you happy holidays. Well, I don't celebrate the holidays. Well, then so have a what? shitty day. <laughs> I, don't well, it's like, what? I don't celebrate Hanukkah, but happy Hanukkah. Yeah, right. really. And like, uh, most, of my, most of my friends are agnostic, but they still celebrate Christmas. It's all, it's the fun. Like, they're not well, yeah, Christian it's all at all. Thing, right? and it's, happy yeah. Alnica. That'll be the Alnica. new one. Oh, Happy Alnica. 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 Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm trying to talk Tony Lee, and because uh, Hanukkah's over now, I'm trying to talk him into playing the old Saturday Night Live game, Jew, Not a Jew. Mm-hmm. But we haven't gotten it on yet. Oh, God. Yeah. The guys, the, the, these construction workers next door, mm-hmm. Mark, Mark and Nick are their names. Really great guys. And Nick said, would you do me a favor and ask Tony Lee if he can ever do talk with talk again <laughs> I, said, I don't think so but uh but but just what we were talking about earlier you can't even do an accent anymore that's no. offensive are you offended by every here's what's not offensive though all white men are racist that's not that's not upsetting at all apparently well that's the truth i don't get it you know it it's true. If we're going to be in it together, then let's be in it together. Yeah. How about that? Let's not burn down the fox Christmas tree just because it's the fox Christmas tree. Kids like it. Maybe this guy's just taking the Grinch approach. If I start off kind of dickish, mm. at the end of this, everybody's going to love me because I'll have learned my lesson. My heart will have grown three times its <laughs> Absolutely. There's no question about three it. Three times zero is zero, but still. <laughs> well. Oh, God. I, I just, I don't understand. This And the, the bail statute, they're going with everybody goes to jail for about ten minutes, yeah. and then they get out. and it's, Anybody just do whatever the hell you want now, except be happy. Do not be happy around me. <laughs> I'm, I'm very upset. You're happy. Well, isn't that hasn't that basically been New York City's motto for the past century? Oh God, I love living. No in No one York City. is allowed to be happy ever. That's not true. New York was a great place to live. Mm, it unless was. you're the Christmas tree aficionado, yes, then you're done, man. Didn't That's you live there in the '80s when there was like skyrocketing gang crime? Yeah, but I was young, so I could whip everyone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you didn't notice it, yeah, so it didn't fast. exist. I was a young guy. You want to mess with me? I'll knock your ass out. How about that? Mm. Now I probably wouldn't say that, but. No, you know, there's might might kind of lean away from that kind of behavior, but Man, uh, don't lick my ankle. Just do me a favor and not burn down Christmas trees anymore. How about that? Yeah, stupid yeah. bastard. Is this guy is this guy from the United States or is he visiting? Uh, it didn't say. Hi. His name is Craig. Also, oh, he's probably from the United States. His name is Craig Namanaha. I don't like Yamahas, so I've decided I don't like you. You're knowing as too close to Yamaha. (laughs) Just nitpick. I I can't take it. Yeah, just nitpick every little thing from now on. Oh, no, that shirt you have on sucks. It is a Hawaiian name. Why do you have to wear a T-shirt? Why can't it just be a shirt? It's a (laughs) T-shirt. What is this? I I don't get it. Next time you're sick, I'm just coming over in in one of those... 
fully protective suits to hug you once in a while. I think you just need some love. Oh, I definitely do. There's no doubt about it. I was going to see my buddy Renee tomorrow. He's a psychologist. I think it's going to be a good trip. It's going to be a really good trip. Not for him. him. Has he been listening to the show? Yeah, he's not all fired up about it, I'll tell you that. Well, usually when I saw Paul, that son of a bitch. (laughs) It's going to be like that, huh, Tom? Okay, well, that's good. No, nah, it's just a pain in the ass. People are being pain in the ass at the radio station. It's just, everything's a pain in the ass right now. I don't know why. Why? It's the season. Yeah, but it's Christmas. I, I know. mean, it's holiday. <laughs> it's the most stressful time of it's year. It's the holidays. It's yeah. not yeah. supposed to be stressful at all. Well, I brought in all these snack trays so everybody can be happy because it makes me happy to see people happy. And mm-hmm. we're, we're going to be changing it to Merry Wishmas. Merry Wishmas. Because we're all wishing for gifts. Yes, that's so true. So that way Merry we can Wishmas. leave Christ out of this all together. I think it's, it works. <laughs> I don't think me. we're too far off from that. But Oh, you know. no, we're not. We definitely are not. I, I, you know, here's a question I have for you. Because I grew up Roman Catholic. I went to Roman Catholic school for nine years. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm not religious. I do believe there's something a lot bigger and greater than me. In other words, God or good, if you mm-hmm. add the extra O in there. Mm-hmm. So I believe in lots of good. I have no problem with that. I love being Catholic. I like the whole Catholic social life. You know, that's sure. what I grew up in. The culture. The culture, exactly. I, I But I don't, oh, if you don't believe in Jesus, get away from me. That's, uh, you want to believe? Go. If you don't, I don't care. I know. So why do you have to force me to believe what you believe? Right? Uh, it's a strange it. edict. I think the concept is in your religious walk, you're supposed to try to bring as many people along with you. I never and people that. never really realize that it's the the love and the kindness aspect. I think they go with the fear factor. As a kid, you know, everything I did was a sin, right? You mm-hmm. get these black yeah. marks on your heart, and you got to face, you know, mm-hmm. the, the the Jesus at the end of this deal. And if you got too many black marks, I'm like, wow, this is the worst. So far, I don't care for this Jesus fellow a whole lot, right? <laughs> well, he's you he's just sitting the up there going, mm, mm, touched himself again. <laughs> you have to see the painting. I, I can't remember where it was. I think National Lampoon, but I'm not sure about that. Split screen, it's from top left to bottom right, split screen. Top right, there's an NFL player down on one knee praying, thanking Jesus for scoring a touchdown. (laughs) On the bottom is Jesus with his feet up watching hockey. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen that before. He's busy watching hockey. I used to love when the stars were here. I'd see Madonna, it'd say Jesus uh, saves, and then below it would be, but Madonna shoots and scores. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they, they did it forever in Boston. Yeah. And what is it? Jesus saves and somebody scores on the rebound. I can't remember who the hell it was. Phil Rizzuto. Uh, Phil Rizzuto. Not Phil Rizzuto. Phil. What the hell was his name? I'll, I'll, I'll remember. I have COVID brain, by the way. I have no memory at all right now. Really? It's terrible. It wiped you clean. I mean, I'll literally be talking along. You know, Fox the Square is all American. Cri- what was I reading? <laughs> what the hell? I, I literally, it just goes away. What is that all about, Andy? You should know that. I should. Yeah, why, yes. would, my, why would my brain just erase <laughs> itself Alex right Andy, in the, the important question is, mm-hmm. COVID brain or senility? Sen- it could be what senility. It could be senility. Oh, I had an experience today, and, and Cassie and Alex, I think you'll understand this. With Mr. Skin was on today with the mm-hmm. best nude scenes of the year. Right? He still does that? Great. Oh, yeah. God, he's wow. he's been doing that for huge. quite a while. Yeah. He's Love become Mr. a very, Skin. very wealthy man from Mr. Skin, I'll tell you that. Mm. But he was on today. See, I just got COVID brain. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, my God. Mr. Skin on today. Top 10 naked lists. Where are we at? Oh, so I'm, I'm watching. Now, he sends it to me, and I go along with him from number 10 to number 1, and I go blah, blah, blah. And it's a naked woman in every page, right? Uh-huh. That kind of deal. And it got to the final one, the number one nude scene of the year, according to Mr. Skin. And I looked at it and I went, God, am I, is she old enough for me to be looking at that? And it turns out she's in her, like, she's 28. But I looked at it and I was like, she looks like a little kid, for Christ's sake. I can't yeah. be looking at this. Oh, they have freaky. adults who look like children in nude scenes. Yeah. Oh, it's super hard. weird, yeah. I was like, I can't look at this. And, you know, they, they, oh, don't worry, she's 28. And I'm like, oh, God. I rewound creepy. that scene eight times to be really offended. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. This is dis- Honey, come here. Look how disgusting this is. Can I you did point this? out one picture. What's that? There's a man and a woman in bed together, and the woman is nude from the waist up. 
and the man's breasts are covered up by a blanket. It's <laughs> <laughs> the opposite what? of what they usually do. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, the so his they just and hers blanket. Yeah, that's exactly oh right. She was totally naked from the waist up. He's all covered up. His nipples aren't even showing. That's, I love the TV show Scrubs. We've been revisiting oh, yeah. that. Yeah. And every time JD's shirtless, he just puts his pinkies <laughs> or his fingers over his nipples. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that'll do it. That'll take care it's of like it. like the Daffy Duck when his ring gets knocked off his neck, he huh? covers his crotch. Yeah. Donald Duck loses his shirt, he covers his crotch. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Where's the philosophy? That yeah, was my fun. favorite is when um, yeah Donald Duck gets out of the shower. He has a towel around his, his waist. waist. Yeah, yeah, and then, then put he puts it Wear pants. So, yeah. what exactly are you hiding? Yeah. I wonder if kids notice that stuff. I don't well, know. The, they who's don't. the pig that wears the sailor hat, the sailor jacket, the sailor shoes, but no pants? Oh, a porky? The, well, porky. porky pig, but uh, was porky? it was his. It was the three little uh, pigs yeah. that wore the sailor suits. Yep. Oh, with was, the big bad wolf. Yeah. But no pants. They wore right. everything no pants. but yeah. pants. None of the animals wore pants except Mickey. Mickey wears pants. Mickey wears pants. Goofy wears full pants. like a full outfit. Goofy wears like a whole thing. <laughs> yeah. oh, He's got an ensemble. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody else is a little bit modest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is a bit modest. Daffy yeah. just goes full Monty. He I just love He's got the color. Does that surprise you? <laughs> what? Does it surprise you that Daffy Duck was my favorite cartoon character? Daffy and Donald are my two favorite. Crabby and crabby. <laughs> yeah, they're crabbier than hell. And I just well, it love is them. true. Growing up in Minnesota, you learn that uh, waterfowl tend to be pretty ill-tempered. Yeah. Ducks, geese, they're all just geese mean all the time. No, I was I just mean, agreeing with Daffy. That's all I'm saying. Wait, I if you look at it, Daffy and Donald are like the same duck. I mean, they're... Yeah, know, yeah, yeah true. <laughs> Just They're, black and white. Yeah, yeah. basically. It doesn't matter black or white. Yeah. I love that scene in, uh, uh, what was it, Roger Rabbit, where they had the Looney Tunes characters matched up with the Disney characters. So, oh. like, Bugs oh, yeah, and yeah, Mickey yeah, yeah. are falling yeah. from a plane together, mm-hmm. talking, and then Daffy and Donald square what? off in a scene. And Yeah, they were playing the piano, and there was a word. Oh, yeah, word. the dueling pianos, yeah. There was a word that thought was uttered in that scene from Daffy, I believe. But, yeah, that where they had the dueling pianos. They were in that, uh, what do you call those? Like a speakeasy type oh, of yeah. uh, bar. I think you know what scene it is. And I think it was, was it Donald or Daffy? But they said something. It sounded like a... The F-bomb? No. <laughs> the big N. No. Yes. Really? Yes. The sheriff is near? Yeah. <laughs> it's one of my favorite scenes in the history of movies. The sheriff is a yeah. He said the sheriff is near. No. no, he did not say the sheriff is near, okay? I, that is the greatest movie ever made, I'm sorry. And I'm glad that they didn't cancel it, that Mel Brooks had enough juice to just say, nope, we're not doing that. Yeah, It's over-the-top Richard Pryor uh, humor. That's mm-hmm. who rewrote the movie. Mel Brooks hired right. him. He rewrote the movie for him, so they kind of wrote it together. It is the funniest thing of all time. When the two black guys go into the quicksand on the rail cart, <laughs> and the guys come over and they pull a cart out and leave the two black guys in the quicksand, and Slim Pickens goes, Oh, that was lucky. Damn near lost a $400 hand cart. <laughs> <laughs> now, come on. Uh, so you can't laugh at that even. Well, you can because it's a screen capture of showing what people were like. Although, you know, I'm sitting there. I, I lived such an isolated life growing up in Medina, Illinois, that now as an adult, I'm reading these books. I was reading this book about MTV. Uh, and in 1983, they didn't want Michael Jackson on MTV. No. No. they no, and, and they were still referring to it as colored music. Yeah, they were. And yep, I'm like, my God, right. Michael Jackson saved MTV. Yeah, he did. His music they lifted were all them to go right. And, and you just think, no, that can't be right in 1983? Yeah. Yeah. That we were still that biased a nation that uh, MTV's like, nah, we're staying away from the black music. I know, it's so yeah. weird. Isn't that bizarre? It's well, so and now, weird. unfortunately, black people stay away from black music and play that crap hip-hop dog shit. Crap Get hip-hop R&B, damn it, soul music. Let's go. The greatest music ever written is R&B music. And they don't even play it anymore anywhere. I believe you're forgetting about disco. I do. And there's been a bunch of these books. First of all, Blondie is the common denominator to every rock star from the 70s and 80s. Yeah. She knew and worked and opened or had them open for her yeah. everywhere, which is amazing. But every one of these books I'm reading about all these rock agencies, they're all like, what's really changed? And I thought it was radio. Yeah. Is 
the gay contingent isn't pushing rock like it used to. No, and that's they were right. like right. the gay true. contingent made disco and rock what it is. It was their flamboyancy, it was the the acceptance and you would go into these bars in that's the 70s true. and 80s and these bands would try to break in the gay bar because they knew if the gay community accepted them, right. they were going to be huge. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, I never even realized that marketing. But it was once the gay community started to to turn away from some of this music shifted altogether. Right. No, no, you're absolutely right. Being in a record business at that time was really interesting. Yeah. It really was. But uh, I don't know. I got, just this popped in my head for no reason. But I'm at the old Met Center. Back in the old days when the Met Center was there and Diana Ross was performing. <laughs> and I'm backstage. You remember this story? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm backstage, you know, and we got to wait for her and blah, 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 and all the rest of it. So we're all, there's about 20 of us backstage in the, in the greeting room and all that. We had a little buffet set up and so you could eat and all that. And about a half an hour later, they said, uh, Ms. Ross is coming down, or Madam Ross, or they didn't call her Miss Ross, they called her some Madam Ross or mm-hmm. Queen Ross or some damn thing. She comes in, and she's dressed in a cape. She's wearing a cape. And as she walks through the door, she grabs her cape and whips it over her head and lets it fall to the floor and looks at us and goes, I love you all. Picks up her cape and leaves. <laughs> There's something to the flamboyancy of a really cool entrance, right? Yeah, that's yeah. true, well, man. it is Diana Ross. Could you expect anything less? No, no. That woman was a talent, or is a talent. She doesn't play much anymore, I don't think. Her daughter is hilarious. No, which, oh, yeah, she's on, uh, on uh, Black, Blackish. Blackish, but she's yeah. been on so many things. Yeah, and she's, she's good. She's so funny. I very love nice, her. Too. Yeah. yeah, she's a very nice person. She's only been on a show a couple of times, but she was very nice both times. So I don't know. Uh, what are you going to do? Anniversary of Lennon's death today. Mm-hmm. Is that today? Oh, is that today? Oh, yeah. Yeah. December 8th. Mm-hmm. December 8th. Jesus. Monday Night Football. I remember watching that game with my dad, and I'm not a football game, but I remember them breaking the news that John Lennon was dead. <coughs> That's horrible. I Have so you guys started weird. watching Get Back? No. No, we're going to watch it, but oh, it's eight hours long. Yeah, it's rather long. You can, well, they you break it up break into two-hour segments. Yeah. No. Let me tell you this. Skip to the third episode. That's really all you need to watch. Really? There's right. The other ones are interesting, but even as a Beatles fan, Alex, you're kind of like, all right, yeah, because like, there's no narrative this? to it. Yeah. It's just literally like mm-hmm. you're sitting in studio watching them. Yeah. Some of it's fascinating because you do see like McCartney goes into this zone and he's just like plucking at the guitar trying to find something. All of a sudden, you start hearing the the riff for "Get Back," mm-hmm. and this you realize, oh my god, this is the birth of a song. Right. And then he right. he's literally like, dude, dude, get back, get back. Get back, and he's just like, that's the only words he has. Mm-hmm. And then they slowly alter it. But it's really six songs. Yeah. Every episode is just them redoing those songs oh, over really? and over. But then I, once in a while, they'll kind of like jump in and just play like a cover song from somebody else just to fool around or warm up. The one thing I really loved about it was... When you would see John Lennon in public or like on Dick Cavett or yeah, in yeah, press right. conferences, he was always so serious. This mm. shows a completely silly, oh, fun really? side of John that oh, I yeah. really, I didn't so know. So it was before he met uh, Yoko. No, it's no, Yoko Yoko's throughout there. the entire thing. But you also so, get a different perspective. I don't want to watch it. No, no, you get a different perspective. Yoko's I will there. say this. Yoko is not the problem <laughs> this band. And even they said, there's like all these memes that go, after watching the Get Back serial, we all owe Yoko an apology. <laughs> yeah. And she was actually trying to smooth stuff over. So who for, was the problem? Uh, it was just four guys that were kind of tired of each tired other. Of each and truthfully, yeah. George Harrison, is, I think it was Dylan and a couple other musicians said, only in the Beatles could George Harrison be the guy that has to fight to get a song on an album. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah exactly. Yeah. Ringo speaks... I think if you cut everything out to what Ringo says in nine hours of footage, you have about a minute and a half. And my favorite line is he's just sitting on the floor listening to McCartney stand above him talking. He's got George Martin on the floor next to him and and one of their producers. And they're just sitting there. All of a sudden, Ringo goes, I've faulted. And then he goes, I wasn't going to say anything. I was just going to look at you, but I thought I should let you know. And McCartney just turns around and walks away. But, like, that's the longest conversation Ringo has I in know. the entire I think I love series. Ringo even more yeah. now. I do too. Well, Ringo's remember, always been my favorite. Remember oh. what he did for me? I'll never forget what he did. Did you ever hear that story? No. Oh, this was phenomenal. 
So Ringo's on the show, God, I don't know, many, many years ago. It was about right? 20 years ago. About 20 years ago, I think it was, yeah. yeah. So I'm talking to Ringo and everything, and he's in London. And we're talking, having a great time, and blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, the line goes dead. And I'm like, God, what a shock. The line goes dead because I got Ringo Starr on the phone, and blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> so we talk in the air for about five minutes, six minutes, something like that. Producer goes, uh, Ringo's on the request line. I said, What? He called and got the number for the request line and called the request line to finish his interview. That's, That's awesome. the kind of guy, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. 989 Rock or whatever? Yeah, 989 <laughs> Rock. Yeah. He calls the request line from London so he can continue his interview. I wonder if the person believed it was Ringo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, they, this ain't Ringo. Like, oh. This is not Ringo, you lying sack. It's not Ringo, you liar. And the other part, Andy, of course, is your fault. Mm-hmm. that I was supposed to sit down face-to-face with Paul McCartney and do an interview with him. So I was at the station waiting for him and blah, 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 blah. And he didn't come, didn't come, didn't come. And so he finally uh, showed up. And I didn't ever even get to see him. I just said, I'm sorry, I have to go pick up my son from high school. I can't do the interview. You know, they, I'm they never said, doing that for Ethan. They said, what? <laughs> like, never doing that uh, for Ethan. You can find yeah. a different ride. <laughs> It'll Paul be McCartney said, what? <laughs> He, he has to go pick his son up from school? And, and they said, yeah. Well, can he just do the interview and somebody else could pick him up? I said, nope. He goes, well, but I'm Paul McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody had ever done that to him before. But I'm like, I'm sorry, you're late. i got to go pick up my son. Mm-hmm. So it all works out in the end. I'm glad I did. Because McCartney's not here today and Andy is. So that <laughs> Andy stayed around. we got to take a break. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. And we are back with Stretch's picks. Who's winning this thing? The Kitties, the Pack, the Bears, or the Purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SaberHeating.com. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company, Bradley's partner. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with a lot of multi-generational, family-owned businesses. Take Raymond Auto Body of St. Paul, for example. Four generations of the Slomkowski family having successfully run the business. When they were ready to expand, we helped them acquire a new building, allowing them to service more vehicles in their state-of-the-art shop. We've also helped them set up the next generation of owners, keeping the business and family for years to come. Tom here. If you want a family business like me or any business, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. I know them and trust them with my banking. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced, professional bankers. Sounds like we really won you over, Tommy. Well, let's not get crazy, Brad. Seriously. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Tom here, and I really love my pillow. And now they're offering my pillow towels, 100% USA cotton. You get two bath, two hand, and two washcloths, 60-day money-back guarantee, and right now my pillow towels, originally priced $109.99, now a flash sale, $39.99 with promo code KQRS. This amazing deal is yours by going to the radio listener specials at MyPillow.com. Enter promo code KQRS. That's MyPillow.com, promo code KQRS. A little bit better upbeat music. Yeah. I'm just going to play the saddest music. Okay, hang on. My well, I guess we're back. Wire is, we're back. Dad left. Dad left. He went to go. Typhoid he, he Tommy has left. Oh, my God. He went to go. He, 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 why does he have so much food out there? I, I don't it's know. Christmas. How many people do he see? He's got to eat. eat. All the voices in his head are hungry, too, Alex. Everyone oh, God, remember the Itasca building? We always had, like... All these gift baskets full of oh, yeah. candy and yeah. cookies and stuff. It was yeah. crazy. It was crazy. It we're was back. delicious. And our liquor bottles that were always empty, courtesy of the comedians. Yeah, we just had yeah, so well, many Well, there is that. Bottles. What? Yeah. Uh-huh. Comedians that schwill. Whoever heard of it? <laughs> yeah, there was a comedian that had a podcast. 
And they did it in the evening, one day a week, and he would bring comedians in and... They would knock down the, the booth. Yeah. yeah, he'd be like, oh yeah, help yourself. We didn't pay for it, so yeah. you can drink all you want. And, Open bar. Yeah, they literally... And they left the studio just like trashed. Yeah. It was yep. really mm, great quality. I heard he's severely <laughs> ill. He uh, That's what I heard. Yes. Oh, I heard. that's too bad. What? Well, I guess... Severely ill? Well, yeah, yeah and he's actually, <laughs> he's, like, actually, he's actually taking the same medication I take, Humira. Is that for like brain problems? No, <laughs> no. Goes, for- Can we double that, please? Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me, I gotta take my shot today. I can't forget to do that. I'm what, so whiskey. What is Humira? <laughs> what is Humira? I, I know I've seen commercials for Humira, but I don't know. What I take it's it for, for well, it it's Crohn's. got multiple. Oh, I know that. Yeah, you take it for Crohn's. Crohn's, okay. rheumatoid arthritis, plaque psoriasis. What What's weird is okay, like the I've side seen effects. It for psoriasis. <laughs> the side effects. It treats arthritis, right? Mm. But then you can get arthritis from the Humira. Okay, great, great, great. Yeah, but a different form. It's not psoriatic yeah. arthritis. No. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's so confusing. I don't know. I just I'm all I know is I'm supposed to take a shot every two weeks, and that's what I do. Yeah, I'm not so. going to say who it is, but I guess so. So, but I understand it's. His health problems are very severe. That he's not doing well at all. Yeah, I think I'm, hmm. I'm assuming what they're going to have to do is just try and find the right medication that's going to work for him. Yeah. Well, it's, what does he have? H- Humira is an immunosuppressant, so it's going to be some sort of. It could be arthritis. It could be uh, Crohn's. Yeah. It could be any sort of Ugh. immuno what the problem, disorder. What the problem too is that you take Humira for Crohn's. Which can amp in a lot of people who have autoimmune diseases, you can develop other ones. So you can take yep. the Humira for Crohn's, and all of a sudden you start developing lupus because yep. your immune system is so shot. Mm. So I take a regimen, like I strict regimen. I take lysine. I take vitamin, you know, B12 complex. Mm. I mean, I take all these like immune boosting supplements yeah. to kind of counteract the Humira. And it doesn't seem to, it seems to be working because I haven't gotten sick. I have very few flare-ups. So oh, good. I'm just hey. going to stick to what I'm doing and hopefully I won't upset the apple cart at some point. What about your personality disorder? I know, right? <laughs> I, <laughs> I think alcohol treats <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Out in Vegas, we'll do a little alcohol. Yeah. Oh my God, I had the most second most dangerous drink of my life this weekend. What was mm-hmm. that? Have you ever heard of a caramel apple? I've heard of it, yeah. but I've never had that. Oh, heard of it. Sounds it is Crown Royal Apple with ginger ale, and it tastes like a caramel apple. Oh, God. It is so, Dangerous. and I'm like, like, yeah, like I took a delicious. swig, and I'm like, oh, no. This is- <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I love back. this. I love, I love screwball whiskey, mm-hmm. and I'm never, I've never been a whiskey guy, but it has to be iced. Uh, it tastes like peanut butter. Yes, oh, and it's yeah. it's right on the label, made with peanuts. Yep. It's peanut butter flavor. Oh yeah, Mike, whiskey. Um, Melissa's brother bought that once. <sighs> oh yeah, it tastes like you're drinking liquid peanut butter. Yeah, it's you so take good. a shot, you, t- you taste the whiskey at first, but then it was like all of a sudden your your mouth tastes yep. like peanut Soaky butter, and you're like, what is butter. going on in my <laughs> mouth? <laughs> that really interesting. I like it. Oh, That's one of those away. things that it's like. I'd like to try that, but I'm like, I'm not going to buy a whole bottle of that no. to try it. Next time I come yeah. in, I'll bring you a shot. There you go. Yeah, we'll just sit <laughs> here and try it. Yeah. I'll make sure to hand. eat before I come yeah. here. Yeah, my, my new drink right now is High Noon Sun Sips. It's a hard seltzer, I know. I sound like a millennial, but Are I have to be careful because it's gluten free. So oh, I have, yeah. you know, but this stuff, it's made with like a juice and vodka. And you can't taste the vodka. Mm. So those are dangerous, but they are delicious. I love them. I've tried hard seltzer. I'm not a huge fan. Yeah, Which is I've funny because never... I am a huge fan of soft seltzer. Soft seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> well, these soft ones don't seltzer. taste like the White Claw, that bitter, oh, yeah. you know, like LaCroix. You know how, you know, my kids call it static water. Um, it has that it kind makes, of yeah. bitter, fuzzy yeah. feel. Mm-hmm. The Sun Sips don't have that. Interesting. Bite to it like the other hard seltzers. Well, and there's so many different types of I seltzers. Know, there's there's white like claws, truly, truly. There's yep. one with a mermaid on it. There's this. <laughs> and there's like, like I was. Now at that's book... Starbucks coffee. You're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I was at book club once, and they were all talking about their hard seltzers, and like, no, you have to try this brand, and you can get it from here, and you need it. And I was like, we should do a book club with like a with hard seltzer. hard seltzer sampler. Like everybody brings <laughs> in a different brand, and we can just try them. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't. I know I don't like white claw. 
Yeah, yeah. it's not really. That's all great. I've ever tried. I don't know that I've ever had a truly. It's basically just one. Okay. <laughs> Joe from Louisville just sent me text. He goes, "Seltzers are made from tears of shame." <laughs> well, but, well, it's like interesting. I we were at a hockey game when we were in Nashville, and there was this guy that had like his. He just looked like a total hockey bro, but he was just had two. White claws, two mango white claws. He was just drinking Double his mango claw. white claws. Two claws like, up. You know. Well, but Zima a lot of people. A hard seltzer. I remember Zima. Zima's sweet, isn't like it? It's the... like a yeah. What's... I remember Zima being what the thing that called? if you drank it, everyone looked down on you. Zima's made with malt liquor. But they're really sweet, though, aren't they? Zima's it's malt yeah. liquor and maraschino syrup. Isn't I don't, yeah. I don't remember. What it's what are those I love things that you said that, that very homerish. <laughs> it's malt liquor and maraschino oh, I'm cherry. Oh, <laughs> I'm thinking of spritzers. Those are sweet. Lightly carbonated alcoholic beverage. Uh, What's the sugar content? It's 5% alcohol by volume, so it's basically beer. Yeah. Zima means winter in the Slavic languages. Oh. It's really Zima outside. Let's start calling our winter Zima. Yeah. Maybe it'll sound better. It'll sound better. Zima fancy. It's fancy. It's funny you guys are talking about drinking because this morning Sharon Gless was on the morning show. I remember Cagney and Lace. Oh, of course, mm-hmm. yeah. God, I mean, she's been in every... Andy and Alex, you know who Sharon Gless is? No. She's, in, she's been in a six billion TV shows. Sharon six billion. Gless. I, no. I, I haven't had Sharon on in years, but she used to come on the, the Cakey Morning Show during Cagney and Lace. And, she know, looks like maybe, she would have been in Knight Rider. Night Rider. It was around the same time era. <clears throat> yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah about everyone right. had that look in that era. Mm-hmm. They all looked the exact same. So, we're talking about. Uh, she, she said, "Well, Tom, God, I got to come back to Minneapolis." I said, "Yeah, why did you come to Minneapolis for the first time?" Oh, because I went through treatment at Hazelden. Oh. <laughs> I said, "Okay, well." Boom. She wrote a book about that. That's why. It, that's why she was on today. She wrote a book about uh, having to go through alcohol treatment and all the rest of it, and. And she goes, <laughs> it's the name of the book. The name of the book is what she said to the intake nurse. So the nurse says to her, so uh, were we recommended to you? Yes, yes, you were. They recommended I come here. Um, and could you tell us just kind of briefly why you think you have a drinking problem? And she replied, well, apparently there were complaints. <laughs> <laughs> I've been getting feedback lately. Negative. <laughs> yeah, I've been getting negative feedback. <laughs> That's from hilarious. Losing. God, isn't Apparently that there were Apparently complaints. there were complaints. <laughs> I love her. Stunningly beautiful woman. God, she was a beautiful woman. Apparently there were complaints. Apparently there were complaints. The name of her book. <laughs> That's great. I love that. She's 78 now, though. Man, wow. I can't. You believe that she's no. 78 years old? Although, uh, you don't have to be uh, yesterday on the KK Morning Show. What's that? Great. Okay. So I'm reading this article, and it's about this woman who started all kinds of trouble with, I don't know, there was a big fist fight, and there's all this, there's a big, giant problem with the whole situation. I don't know. I don't big even know what that Big, giant problem with the whole situation. Yep. Very right. descriptive. <laughs> COVID brain just took over. Did you see his eyes glass? Honestly, God, as soon as she talked, right. COVID just went, okay, that's gone. Oh, sorry. That's gone. So there was a fist fight? You were talking about it yesterday? I was talking about a fist On fight. On KQ. The... And there was a big problem with the whole situation. There was a woman, big problem with the whole situation. I can't remember. Now. Nice going. Now you know what it's like to have ADHD. <laughs> yeah, apparently I do. This is my life always. And it's amazing. It literally just... Goes. That's how I am. It's I'll, weird. Yeah, I'll be talking about something and I'll be like, hmm, what? What? Was that? Like, yeah, <laughs> it just like what? completely leaves in the middle oh, of saying it. That's how I am right now. That's I how mean, I am always. My brain is just, great. just goes away and yeah. that's all there is to Well, it. you're trying to play catch up from being gone for two weeks. Yeah, I was gone for two weeks. I do weeks. that I all the time. Good. Like, if I have so much stuff on my mind, I will literally stop mid-sentence and <laughs> date like... Complete sentences, honey. Complete. And I'm like, I... Yeah, she'll walk in and she'll be like, yeah, because we have to go to the store and the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, what? There you go. What? Right. We have to go to the store for what? Yeah, what are you yelling at me for? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. What is going on? It's because I have so much on my brain and it's like, if I feel like I'm shifting stuff around in there, I'm going to forget oh, yeah. something important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That, that's that's never happened yet, honey, so don't worry about it. Oh, it's the mental load. I got another reason, though, I love Sharon Glass before I move on from the uh, her book. 
I did not know this, but I love her even more now. Stunningly beautiful, great, very smart, talented woman. Her husband's name is Barney Rosenzweig. Nice. Rose, I love her Rose even and, more now. Rosenzweig? Hey, look who's Rosenzweig. here. Rosenzweig. Sharon <laughs> yeah. and Barney are here. <laughs> yeah. I love that name, Barney. Yeah, Barney. Barney. You don't oh, hear that too often anymore. Oh, oh, they used to call me that all the time oh, yeah. when I was a kid. No, I suppose because of oh, Bernard. Yeah. Oh, oh, Bernard. I always got Barnyard. Barnyard, yeah. But, well, and in high school. The first name, though, Barney, is like, yeah, it just doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> I got a nickname. Please help me. Texaco was when they were calling me Barney. Texaco was running, you know, Texaco gas stations. They were not even around anymore, but they were running national TV ads. And the guy who worked there at the gas station's name was Barney. And then every time the commercial started, somebody would remember at a gas station today when you would pull over and it would ring a bell inside. Yeah. Ding ding. Yes, you go ding ding. Yep. Right. So every time he go, he'd go like this. How you doing, Barney here? And you'd hear doing doing. Like that, right? Every time. That's how they open the commercial. So my new nickname was not Barney. It was Doing Doing. Mm. I got to carry around Doing Doing as a nickname for about two years. That was a real, hey, Doing Doing, how you doing? I was like, oh, Christ. Wonderful. Apparently there were complaints. That's all I have to say to you. Well, I grew up in the uh, era of, of musical jingles for everything. Yep. Oh, and yeah. when the Payday oh, yeah. candy bar was out, and if you remember the old stupid jingle, Everybody Loves Payday. I used to get everybody singing, Everybody Hates Shray Day. Oh, clever. Yeah. Well, Shray Day, Schrader. I get it. Yeah, I got, it I got nothing. Everybody yeah. sang the Winnie the Pooh theme to me. Oh, yeah. Oh, our Winnie the Pooh. Our, we bo- got bo- Save Big Money at Barnard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you? Yep. Yeah. They always, is that your uncle? And I'm like, you know that it's Menard. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we are Barnard. Well, remember what and happened to me? And it's a different word. Rogers Elementary. Remember what happened to me? <laughs> no. Yeah. I was rather young at the time. Yeah, you were in third and she was in first. That's all I know. We got the dogs. Oh, you glossed them over. You glossed me over. Okay, you're at the elementary school. I know this story. Rogers Elementary. You You were at the elementary school. You came in for, was it Parent Career Day? Yeah. And everybody thought you were somebody else? They thought I was the Menards man. He he (laughs) ain't the Menards man. So you've disappointed the Popcorn King fans (laughs) and the Menards guys. Exactly right. You weren't weren't Mr. Menard. (laughs) Really, first grade. No, Mr. Bernard. Bernard, Menard. I did that Parent uh, Career Day once. (laughs) Oh, did you? And uh, my son was going to school up in Chisago. Well, you know, you had to sign up to which parent you wanted to go to. So did we want to go here to Larry the podiatrist? Did we want oh, to go yeah. here Anna yeah. Anna Marie the uh, secretary or did we want to go here Darkness Dave talk yeah. about ghosts? So they had to open up three classroom walls so I could right. fit everybody in. Right. And then at the end they come over and the principal goes, "That was fascinating. That was a great time. You even had teachers and parents in here loving it, but we can never have you back because it's not fair to every other parent." I'm yeah. like, "Sounds like a plan to me." What do you mean it's not fair? Cuz nobody went to the other deals. The well, parents ended up problem. coming into my talk to listen because they there was no kids in their class. Which would be interesting. I was trying. No, I'm talking about them. No. <laughs> How do you make podiatry interesting to fifth graders? You know, really? the flow of the... Yeah. Well, this will give you an idea of how kids that age think. The one speaker that I remember from school, from Rogers Elementary, uh, was the guy who said, we treat, you r- we treat you right in the Dairy Queen ads. We treat you right. Yeah, right. Yep. Or we That's tweet, the one, tweet, we tweet tweet That's the one I remember <laughs> because we were all like, he's the Dairy Queen guy. Uh, yeah. Very exciting. Yeah, we all, because we like Dairy Queen. That's all we cared about. So it's like, you know, we'd have like, you know, veterans who lost limbs and stuff like that <laughs> talking about perseverance and we're just like... But there there is a big but this guy gets dilly bars for life. Exactly. <laughs> there was a, there, honest to God, there was a, a, uh, a thing on uh, Johnny Carson, and I can't remember who it was. I keep thinking it was Johnny Depp, but I don't. It might have been Depp's got kids, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he did the same thing. He's doing Career Day. So Johnny Depp shows up at the time. He's a huge star. Yeah, and he shows up, and the kids got pissed off because 
The Dairy Queen guy wasn't no. there. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, they were probably too young to see his movie. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's when you're a kid, you know, you don't yeah. really care about a whole lot. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, what's better like, than ice cream? Yeah, you care about Not what you're lot. familiar with. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, at our school, it was like, oh, we see that Menards guy on the commercial all the time. But, yep, like, they know exactly. who you works. They're not listening to the KQ morning show. Yep. Like, all their dads would have flipped yeah. out. But, oh, God, yeah. like, the kids are like, who are you? Nobody cares. i got to ask you a question. And it's happened to me twice now, and it happened to me yesterday morning. Because I come here at about 3.30 in the morning and get a lot of get some exercise, do a lot of show prep, you know, walk the halls, listen to things for the show and all that, right? So explain something to me. Mm-hmm. There's a guy, what's the guy's name that's on overnights that does the... Uh, George Nori. George Coast Nori. Coast. Yeah, that's the yeah. guy. Yeah, that's the guy right there. Uh, he's on 11.30 a.m., I think. Yeah, a.m. 11.30, right. yeah. A.m. 11.30. He's on there. Okay, this is... I, you need to help me understand this. <laughs> yes. It's 3.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there was a guy on yesterday, and he goes, <clears throat> So, uh, Jim, tell me about when your, your wife became possessed by the devil. <laughs> he goes, well, it was a tough time. The devil possessed me. And, and yeah. George jumps in again. He goes, uh, people need to be aware that uh, we all could end up possessed by the devil. Uh, we all won't be, but we all could be. Please understand. And I'm thinking to myself, it's 3.30. Mm-hmm. Either I just got up or I'm just going to bed. I really don't want to hear about being possessed by the devil either way. Well, if somebody woke me up at 3.30 in the morning, they would think I'm possessed. <laughs> yeah, that's older. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Let me sleep. But I was thinking, I, I'd listen that in the afternoon. That'd be interesting. <laughs> I find that interesting. Well, you but get a lot of truckers that oh, listen that's, to Coast to Coast. Uh, very yeah. You get a lot of overnight, like when Darkness Radio is on, on, on K-Talk. We were late night. We were 9 o'clock to midnight. I remember. That's when I used to listen to you. Yeah. Right. And we had um, we had a big contingent of police and Security emergency guards. and firefighters yeah. that listened to us. Mm-hmm. My son always shakes his oh, head. Because yeah. he's, you know, he's, the, he's real shy about all of his life. But they're like, Schrader, are you any related to Darkness Dave? And he's like, yeah, he's my dad. <laughs> so, Oops. but they, you know, they listen to that stuff because it's, it's out of the ordinary. It's not politics. It's not that's gas prices. Point. It's yep. not yep. anything else that's dealing with the cancel culture. It's dealing with the weird. Do you hear what Catherine and I did last night or two nights ago? Mm-mm. True story. Okay. Exactly what you're talking about. It's not the news. It's not gas price. None of that. It's not this bitch and he's, oh, you're Republican. Oh, you're Democrat. It's none of that. Catherine, I said, there. I said, you want to watch? Because she has to go visit her father. So we had about a half an hour. I said, you want to watch something? She goes, yeah, just, I, I don't know. I just don't want to watch the news or any of that crap. We spent the entire half hour watching a TV show called Too Cute. It's videos of kittens. <laughs> it made you feel better, it, didn't it? Well, it was phenomenal. Yeah. These cats were happy, and mom, the cat was happy, and everybody's in here. They're not bitching about gas prices or cats Republicans or, or Democrats. Life like, is wonderful. cyclical, Tom. We start off in diapers watching shows like that, and oh. apparently we end our lives the same way. I don't way. want to hear it because just yesterday, <laughs> just yesterday I'm reading a story on the KQ Morning Show, and it starts... An elderly woman ran into trouble when blah, 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 blah. And at the end of the story, he goes, uh, and, and Pam is 73. Okay, that is not elderly. That's ridiculous. Elderly woman <laughs> is 34 months older than That's me. That's ridiculous. I was, in, I was uh, just filming that TV show. I got done one night super late, and I come in. I'm all bedraggled. I'm tired as hell. And I come around the corner, and there's a woman pounding on the side glass door to the bathroom or to the uh, hotel and i see her husband duck into the bathroom and she's like let me in you asshole right and she's yelling at him so i go over and i open the door and she goes thank you so much and she goes over to the door and she kicks open the bathroom door and she goes you're such a dick i had to ask this super old guy to let me in and i'm like super old (laughs) i just i turn around i lean out of the elevator and stared at her and i'm like you and she's like 40. Super old guy. 54. What? So I keyed her car. (laughs) I don't blame you. God. Look at this super old guy. You do not look super old. I had one of the nurses at Grandpa's place ask me if I was his son. He's 95. (laughs) So he had had children very, very old, Mm -hmm. you see. Oh, my God. He Picassoed it. Well, it's better. I would rather have that than when I'm out with my wife at dinner and they go, does she want crayons? (laughs) I don't want to hear that one either because (laughs) of my booster shot at the airport. 
<laughs> I go to get a booster shot on the way to Nashville, and Brianna signs me in, and Dr. Barb has given me the shot, and Catherine had gone down the hall, and she goes, where'd your daughter go? Oh. She's eight years younger than I am. Okay. I know. I, we get it all the time. I bet. I get daughter or granddaughter. Yeah, Is that granddaughter or granddaughter? Jeez. <laughs> and then I look at him and I go, she's somebody's granddaughter, but she's my wife. Boom, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can get jealous yeah. bastard. I, yeah. I, I look a lot younger than I actually am. I'm 40 you years young. old. I mean, I feel like I almost have to go out in the sun to get wrinkles just to prove that I'm 40 because people yeah. don't believe that I am. No, I can see oh, that. Don't you feel bad for it, Tom? So <laughs> sad. What a hard life. Breaking. What's so Frustrating. Yeah, People don't worse. think that my kids are my kids. They think I'm their sister. Or I buy a drink for her and I, and then they're like, can we see her ID? <laughs> no. Like, can you just help me here? I'm trying to get lucky with a 16-year-old. <laughs> like the, uh, the other side of that coin, too, when you see these raging alcoholics who are like 27, they look like they're about yeah. 80. Mm-hmm. Like, Jesus, that's my brother. I'm like, that's your brother? We were just watching the Brian Jones documentary oh, yeah. from the yeah. Rolling Stones. Yep. And I'm like, they're showing him in, you know, near the end of his career, and he looks 57, and they're like, Brian Jones had just celebrated his 26th birthday, yeah. and I'm like, oh, jeez, liquor and, and pills will beat you up. Yeah, away. he was yeah. always so puffy in the face and he just or sunken egg. in. It's just so. And then you look at Mick and Keith, who look like babies yeah. at 27, and this guy looked like he was in his 50s. It was Nick crazy. Killed. That's the no, word. No, the word is that the manager killed had Brian killed. Um, but then there's the just the take that. You know, there was that small party going on, right. and he had fired the the construction guy, and they got into a heated fight while they were hanging out in the pool, and they started roughhousing, which is what people saw. And then a couple hours later, they walked out to the pool, and he was at the bottom. How did we not see that he was in the bod, the pool when we left the pool? Yeah, what drinking and dropping acid, the last well, thing you're worried true. about well, is where's Brian Jones? One thing that I did not know when I watched the documentary was that they found fresh water in his lungs, not oh, chlorinated water. And there was bathtub a, action. No. There was a trough outside. Oh, a trough, okay. But did they use it for animals or was it for like the pack ice? I don't remember. Or? No, there was a trough outside and, and had water somebody, in it. one of the, the fans just was out there visiting the family that bought the house afterwards or something and they knew something finally the woman that lived there died and this woman went to visit the house one more time and on her way out the husband came running out and he's like they drowned him in the trough they drowned him in the trough and it was A.L. Oh Milne's God. house oh, the guy what? that created uh, Winnie the Pooh Pooh. Yeah. Yeah. full circle uh, we're back to Winnie the Pooh always ends up we're going to take a break we'll be right back with our two special guests Christoph the magician hopefully it happens this time Yes. Well, I got the trick right in front of me, so. Well, last time he couldn't be on, though. Oh, he couldn't? That's why we didn't do the trick. Damn it. Yeah, because well, the, the package didn't come in time. It came, oh, like. Oh, that's right. He had a sign yeah. for it or something. It came at, like, mm-hmm. 6 o'clock at night when nobody was here. Mm, perfect. We'll be back. Oh.